Hey, what's up, everybody? This is the first episode of the Take Chances podcast. I am your host, Chance Mack, and I am so excited to have you all here with me today. Um, this podcast is going to be discussing three things, right? Tech, culture, and people, TCP. Those are our pillars. And to go a step further, we're going to be doing three things, right? We're going to be doing interviews, reviews, and talking about tech news, right? So this podcast is going to be most relevant for those who are looking to create generational wealth, right? Those who are looking to learn a little bit more about the tech industry, learn about, you know, what's happening in tech and how that relates to our culture or our society as humanity, our humans, and also for those who are looking for opportunity, right? So um, my purpose for this podcast is to educate and expose my community to opportunity. So if you're looking to do any of those things, you're looking to grow um, as a person, you're looking to develop a new skill set, you're looking to just learn from people, right? You're looking to, to be around high net worth individuals and learn about how they think in their mindset. This is the place for you to be and this is the place for you to um, start learning and start you know, getting involved, right? I put out a message to my my followers the other day, like, yo, like if you want to be on a Take Chances podcast, let me know. And I got an overwhelming amount of people that want to be on here. So um, I got my work cut out for me, but I'm so excited uh, to be on this journey with you all. You know, with that being said, you know, this is my first um, uh, stab at, at, at podcasting seriously, right? This is something I want to do weekly. Um, so with that being said, go ahead and uh, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, wherever you listen to podcasts, go ahead and subscribe, rate it five stars so that it can reach um, the audience that it should reach, right? This is going to be life-changing information that I'm sharing here on the Take Chances podcast. So go ahead and share it out. Um, Again, I'm so excited to be with you all today. And uh, with that being said, um, uh, I want to start with the quote of the day, right? And this quote comes from the tech billionaire, Robert Smith. Robert Smith is one of the few black billionaires in the world, right? But he's also one of the few, or if not the only, black billionaire from tech, right? And the quote is, this is the first time in history where you can create wealth and not have access to capital. You just need intellectual property. Let me say it one more time, right? This is the first time in history you can create wealth and not have access to capital. You just need intellectual property. Think about that, right? So for those that are educators, um, and it's a challenging time to be an educator, right? Uh, It's just changing so much, right? But you have knowledge. That is your intellectual property. Think about ways you can monetize that. Think about ways that you can share that and grow that, right? Those who are painters, that's your intellectual property. Those who are musicians, you have intellectual property through music, right? So um, think about that. That's a foundational principle of this podcast, right? And every week I'm going to be sharing an, a new quote. And, you know, who knows? Like as this grows and as I have more people on the podcast, this might be a biweekly thing because I know that this rele- this content is, is, is relevant to our community. Um, and when I say our community, I don't just mean black folks, right? It's about being like, like-minded, right? All, all, uh, what's, what's the saying? All kin folk or all skin folk ain't kin folk. Like 
that's what I mean by that, right? And you know, there's some 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 people from other races that I want to have on this podcast that have the same uh, mindset as us and want to help progress um, us as a people, but then society as a whole. And I want to introduce you all to them, right? And be a medium for them to come speak with us. Um, because I know that we are in this together and we got to build together, right? We got to build more bridges versus, you know, more rivers, right? Things that divide us, right? Um, so I'm not going to be political because that's not, you know, that is not a part of the Take Chances podcast. We do not get into politics. Like we, we trying to create wealth, right? And we trying to build wealth. So that's what we're going to focus on. So today, um, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about interviews, right? Um, and doing interviews on this podcast, right? Well, today I think it's best that I, you know, interview myself, right? And tell you all about who I am and why I'm starting this podcast and just give you a little bit of background about Chance Mack, right? So there's always this question that in all interviews about, you know, so tell me about yourself, right? And that's like, the most open-ended question that there is, right? Do you want me to go through all 29 years of my life or you want me to give you a high level of what I'm doing professionally or, you know, personally, you know, what's the what's the mix, right? So today I'm going to give you a little bit of both, but I'm going to give you the honest truth about who I am, right? So I'm the oldest of three boys. I was raised in a single-parent household by a strong black woman. A lot of y'all might know my mom just from how prevalent she is in my life. And I'm always trying to shout her out because I think she did a tremendous job with not only uh, myself, but my brothers. Um, you know, if you look at us on paper, um, just our socioeconomic status, we're supposed to be a statistic, right? We're supposed to be dead in jail or in poverty, right? And that's not the case for either of us. And, you know, my goal for this podcast is to not necessarily duplicate myself or duplicate my brothers, but help share some of the principles that helped us be um, successful. And, you know, I also want to be, again, around like-minded individuals, right? So, um, you know, as we go through this, you know, the goal is to, to help us grow as humans, right? As fundamentally, right? So, um, yeah, three oldest of three boys, um, always had a big personality, um, grew up in Atlanta, Georgia. I was born in New York, but moved to Atlanta um, at a fairly young age. And, um, you know, my mom, uh, got married to my dad who I call my dad, but he's my stepdad. Um, and my dad was in the military. So he moved around quite a bit, um, through my primary years, you know, elementary school, we moved around a lot. But when my parents got divorced in sixth grade, we moved back to Atlanta. And, um, I would say I spent my formative years here, middle school, high school, college, um, most of my adult life. I spent, uh, about a year in Dallas, um, while I was working in tech uh, with a company called Workday. I'll get into that a little bit later as I start getting into my more more of the professional side of my life. Um, so uh, went to Hillgrove High School in West Cobb, uh, Powder Springs, Georgia, to be exact. Um, I grew up in Marietta for the most part. Um, uh, went to Georgia State University, go Panthers, bleed blue. Um, and I studied public relations and got a degree uh, in journalism, right? So uh, after or during college, I had the opportunity to work with a telecom company called Sprint. You might have them as your cell phone service provider. Um, and uh, I started out in the retail store, so I was selling selling phones. Um, but then I got an opportunity to get promoted um, to a pricing analyst 
in the corporate office. And my job there was to review contracts um, and make sure that, you know, what was on paper, what was um, said from the salesperson was actually what the customer was paying for in terms of term agreements and all of those different things related to a contract, just really quality assurance for our contracts and our salespeople, right? So um, after graduating college, I got an opportunity to intern at Cox Enterprises um, as a sales operations analyst. And we're going to talk a lot about internships here. I, I'm actually going to have a, a podcast dedicated to internships. So for those who are um, in contact with younger folks, um, those who are in high school or those who are in college looking to are looking to make the next step in their life or looking for opportunities and interning, whether that be in the tech space or just any space, I plan to have an HR professional um, on the podcast to kind of, you know, discuss what they should be thinking about or what, how they should be crafting their resume and, you know, how can they put themselves in position to get those type of opportunity, right? Um, so if you know a young person that, you know, you feel like should be listening to this podcast, go ahead and tell them to tap in, man. Um, we, we, we can't afford to uh, let our community struggle just due to um, not sharing information, right? And that's the the main reason I'm making this podcast, right? Is because I could sit here and be comfortable and not have to worry about, you know, what the next person has going on because my life is okay. But, you know, given everything that's going on in our society, we got to share the information. We got to be the change that we want to see, right? So with that being said, take chances, right? Send that podcast out. Tag three people in this video. Right. Um, so uh, got an opportunity to intern with Cox Enterprises sales operations. Um, while I was there, I um, got promoted and got hired on full time, um, still in the sales operations role. So I was working with Salesforce.com. This was kind of like my first introduction into, you know, software as a service and technology. Um, and my goal or my job there was to eliminate obstacles for our sales team, help our sales team sell more efficiently and effectively. Right. So I worked there for two and a half years and I got an opportunity to um, get my first opportunity uh, as a salesperson. So I, I was working behind the desk in the past, like sales operations, but now I'm stepping in front of the desk and actually working with customers firsthand. And I got the chance to work with a company called Workday. Now, to give you some context on who Workday is, Workday is the number one human capital management um, software provider. Uh, for the Fortune 500. Um, we also sold a financial capital management um, solution or software. Um, so I got to learn a lot about, you know, human capital management and finance and just a lot of different, uh, got exposed to a lot of different business models, right? So when I do the Talking Tech Tuesdays on Instagram, you all be like, yo, Chance, like, how do you know this? Or like, what does this mean? Or you know, break that down for me. And the way, the reason I'm able to break that down is because I have firsthand experience with, you know, what's going on in the tech space, but then also I can see exactly how tech, how software can impact the business. So when TikTok was sold to Oracle and I did that whole five minute breakdown and was like, yo, like this is important because this might uh, give you uh, an understanding of where Oracle is trying to take their business. Um, you know, a lot of people said that was helpful. And again, I'm not a financial advisor, so I don't try to give people like ideas on, you know, where to put their money. However, if you're investing in tech stocks, um, you know, it's important to know, you know, what's going on in these companies so that you can, you know, be informed and make smart decisions. Um, so 
while working at Workday, I got a chance to see a lot of different businesses. Um, I also got to see a lot of uh, healthcare businesses too, right? And healthcare is extremely important uh, right now, given that we're going through, you know, a global pandemic, right? And we're seeing these business models change, right? So, you know, when you think about testing for COVID-19, like it's not at the hospital, right? It's at an urgent care center. Like where did all these urgent care centers come from? Well, you know, it's been being built over past years. I remember when there was like an explosion of urgent cares, um, you know, maybe three or four years ago. And now we're seeing the usefulness of having urgent care in your neighborhood and, um, you know, what the impact of that could be. So, and we're seeing the hospitals being packed, right? Like, you know, when, when COVID first came out, like you couldn't go to the hospital, right? Cause it's like, they didn't have enough beds. So urgent care and being able to test like locally has, you know, helped us, you know, cut off some of the risk of a global pandemic, right? And put us in better position to, you know, respond to to a global pandemic, right? So I would say that those kind of things are, are, are things that I learned from working in the tech industry, right? And it's just seeing how it can affect uh, our business, right? So I worked for Workday about three years um, and I got an opportunity to transition to a company called Diverse. We were selling a diversity and inclusion platform and while this was a great product, um, and I was working with some amazing people like chief diversity officers, VP of DNI, DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, um, got to learn a lot about that space. Um, it just necessary. It just wasn't the best fit for me uh, as a person, as a human, right? Um, and not necessarily the industry, but more so the company that I was with. Uh, I just the leadership was very opportunistic. And, um, you know, I try not to speak bad about them, but, you know, as far as the fit for me as a human, um, you know, it wasn't the best fit. And this was prior to George Floyd's death. And, you know, this stuff is personal, right? Like, you know, I remember marching for Trayvon and, you know, I remember feeling the pain of Tamir Rice. Like I remember, you know, Mike Brown, you know, these things are personal to me. So, you know, when it comes to diversity and inclusion, it's not like a game or, you know, you know, a race to the bottom or, you know, trying to trying to decipher analytics like this is real life like you know i have i'm the oldest of three boys right like i have a son myself right i'm a father you know to a king and i couldn't imagine you know what that feels like or that pain of just losing your child and you know i see how powerful technology is but at the same time you know it's way bigger than than the money for me right it's it's purpose it's it's principle um it's humanity Right. That's what unifies us is humanity. And, um, you know, it just wasn't a good fit for me at Diverse. So I uh, left Diverse and now I'm with a company called Zant. Um, and this is the company I'm with now. Uh, we're a sales acceleration and, and engagement platform. Um, I, I have so much to say about Zant. I'm trying to like organize my thoughts as I'm speaking. But, you know, this company is uh, very well led. Um, the product is amazing. You know, you know, I talked about Salesforce and working with Salesforce in the past. Um, you know, this is kind of permeating or coming back up now um, because Zant is built upon Salesforce or, you know, upon the CRM. And uh, it's been a blessing to work with the guys that I work with today, guys and girls that I work with today. And, um, you know, one thing about the tech industry is, you know, you get exposed to a lot of different people, right? Like there's, it's, um, you know, there's a lot of complaints about like how, tech the tech industry isn't as diverse as you would like it to be um and that's true like 
we need more women. We need more uh, black people in, in, in tech. We need more, um, you know, Latinx people in tech. We need more, you know, um, every marginalized community we need more of, right? We need more of that in tech because, you know, the numbers, the data, which tech people love to look at is, um, is not reflective of our country, right? And um, with that being said, I, I would say that, you know, my time in tech has been informative for me, right? Because it's exposed me to what generational wealth looks like, right? And when we think about businesses like Oracle, legacy businesses, PeopleSoft, like, you know, um, that have been around since the 80s and, you know, they're bringing in a billion dollars year over year, right? And, you know, uh, Marshawn Lynch has this famous quote where he's like, you know, run through somebody's face again and again and again and again. Well, you know, that's how that money is running through their bank account. <laughs> like, you know, it's a billion, a billion, a billion, again, again, and again. And, you know, I want that for our community as well, right? Like, we all want to create generational wealth to live a better life, but then also be able to make the impact in community that we know we can make, right? So um, that's the purpose of this podcast. Um, I'm really excited to be here again uh, and just be around you know, this community and build this community, right? I know that this is going to be the number one podcast in the world someday if you guys do what y'all supposed to do and comment and subscribe, right? Um, but yeah, I just want to say thank y'all for tuning in. Um, this is the first episode of the Take Chances podcast. You're going to see this podcast on all social media platforms. Um, so I encourage you all to share it and uh, take chances. I love y'all. Peace.